welcome to Podcasting the Parables, a year-long project of St. James Episcopal Church. St. James is a vibrant faith community in the Lake Highlands area of Dallas, Texas. My name is Jonathan Melton, joined by Jared Ferris, and we are glad that you are here. Welcome back to the podcast. It's me, Father Jonathan, and I'm recording here in my office on the Tuesday before Christmas Eve and wanted to have uh, just a little bit of a special podcast episode, a, a different kind of podcast episode to help you and me both center our hearts and make a little bit of the right kind of space as we walk these last days of Advent and make room for the coming of Christ at Christmas. I pray this finds you well. I bet this finds you with all kinds of schedules and parties and hopefully joy. Also details, minutia, and it, it can be a, a lot like life this time of year can be a lot like a chaotic Christmas pageant, hypothetically speaking, not speaking from the experience of a, a rehearsal last week. Life can be like a pageant where there's all these things going on. There are kings and angels and asses and uh, ducks and, and all all of like the the group around the the manger scene that uh, can sometimes obscure the infant Christ, the pinprick Christ, the small the the God whose love is big enough to become small for us, Christ at the center of the scene. And so I wanted to offer three, three readings from uh, a wonderful little book called Readings for the Daily Office from the Early Church by J. Robert Wright. And I wanted to offer three short readings. Uh, these are readings from the early church fathers and mothers that uh, they wrote some thousands of years ago when reflecting on the meaning of the feast for, for us and for, for the whole world. The first reading uh, comes from a sermon by Bishop, St. Bishop. I don't know if you're a saint, are you, I guess you don't care about being a bishop at that point, but by St. Augustine, Bishop of Hippo, writing around the year 430. Beloved, our Lord Jesus Christ, the eternal creator of all things, today became our savior by being born of a mother. Of his own will, he was born for us today in time so that he could lead us into his father's eternity. God became human like us so that we might become God. The Lord of the angels became one of us today so that we could eat the bread of angels. Today, the prophecy is fulfilled that said, pour down heavens from above and let the clouds rain down righteousness let the earth be opened and bring forth a savior. The Lord who had created all things is himself now created so that he who was lost would be found. Thus humanity, in the words of the psalmist, confesses, before I was humbled, I sinned. We sinned and became guilty. God is born as one of us to free us from our guilt. We fell, but God descended. We fell miserably, but God descended mercifully. We fell through pride. God descended with his grace. 
that's a reading from a, a sermon of Augustine, Bishop of Hippo, writing around the year 430. This next one is uh, similar in content. It starts off with an unapologetically joyful tone, which if you're, if you're like a lot of folks that this time of year who keep the Advent season, there's always the, the running conversation of how joyful are you allowed to be and when is too soon to prepare. Some folks were teasing us for putting up our Christmas tree around December 15th. I told them most of the Christmas tree farms are closed and shut down for the season by then. We were lucky to find a tree at all. So you don't want to put off your preparations too long. And, and there's that sense that what we finally celebrate is not what we can bring. We, we, it's, not, it's not of us. It's of God, the gift that God brings in God's time. And so we do well to wait. But uh, this, this next one uh, names our, our Christmas joy. The, the fullness of, of joy, which we get to taste in these last days of Christmas as we get close to the feast. This is a reading from a sermon by Gregory of Nazianzus, Bishop of Constantinople. He's writing around the year 389. Christ is born. Glorify him. Christ comes from heaven. Go out to meet him. Christ descends to earth. Let us be raised on high. Let all the world sing to the Lord. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad for his sake, who was first in heaven and then on earth. Christ is here in the flesh. Let us exult with fear and joy, with fear because of our sins, with joy because of the hope that he brings. Once more the darkness is dispersed. Once more the light is created. Let the people that sat in the darkness of ignorance now look upon the light of knowledge. The things of old have passed away. Behold, all things are made new. He who has no mother in heaven is now born without father on earth. The laws of nature are overthrown, for the upper world must be filled with citizens he who is without flesh becomes incarnate. The word puts on a body. The invisible is seen. He whom no hand can touch is handled. The timeless has a beginning. The son of God becomes son of man. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Light from light, the word of the Father comes to his own image in the human race. For the sake of my flesh, he takes flesh. For the sake of my soul, he is united to a rational soul, purifying like by like. In every way, he becomes human, except for sin. O strange conjunction, the self-existent comes into being. The uncreated is created. He shares in the poverty of my flesh that I may share in the riches of his Godhead. That was a reading from a sermon by St. Gregory of Nazianzus, Bishop of Constantinople, writing about the year 389. Striking in that, that uh, excerpt from Gregory is that line, once more the darkness is dispersed, once more the light is created. This is hearkening back to the first verses of Genesis where you have the, the spirit hovering over the chaos, over the darkness in the very beginning. And, and then of course the voice sent from God says, let there be light. 
And just so, just as that marked the beginning of creation in Christ, in the babe in the manger, the new creation is seen and known. All right. I have one more short reading if I can find it. Let's see. I did find it. Lucky us. All right. Uh, this is this is just a, a short piece of an excerpt from is a reading from a sermon of Leo the Great, Bishop of Rome, writing around the year four hundred and sixty-one. Our Lord Jesus Christ, born truly human, without ever ceasing to be true God, began in his person a new creation and by the manner of his birth gave humanity a spiritual origin. What mind can grasp this mystery? What tongue can fittingly recount the gift of love? Guilt becomes innocence. Old becomes new. Strangers are adopted and outsiders are made heirs. Rouse yourself and recognize the dignity of your nature. Remember that you were made in God's image. Though corrupted in Adam, that image has been restored in Christ Jesus. That is the, the great mystery of Christmas, that this babe born to us is very God, very man. What, what that means for us is that the image of God we first bore in the garden, that, that first announced to us in Genesis, male and female, he created them in his own image, he created them. Um, in their own image, he created them. Um, now restored to us in Christ. And, and you can... See, I, I love the, love this line. Uh, guilt becomes innocence. Old becomes new. Strangers are adopted and outsiders are made heirs. And that's talking of, about us. We, we are the strangers adopted. We are the outsiders made heirs. But also it's not hard to see how this Christmas, this Christ among us changes everything so that so that we regard the stranger among us as one to be adopted, the outsider in our midst, as, uh, as, a, as a family member, as kin, as a sibling in Christ. One of uh, my favorite Christmas hymns is uh, Christ our brother. No, Jesus our brother. Je I won't sing to you. Jesus our brother, kind and good. And uh, in Jesus our brother, kind and good, means that we are siblings of one another in Christ, made, made children of, of the one, one God and Father. May the mystery of Christmas bring joy, contemplation, overwhelm in the best sense, awe and wonder to you and yours. If you are looking for company to celebrate the feast, this uh, this Christmas, St. James will will be doing our best to welcome strangers, adopt the strangers and, and find place for outsiders made heirs with with one another. We'll be uh, celebrating Christmas 
on Christmas Eve this Sunday at 4 o'clock with the Christmas pageant, at 7 o'clock with lessons and carols, at 10 o'clock with the closest thing we do anymore to a midnight mass with music and incense and and all the rest. Um, you are more than welcome at any of these and all of these, but wherever wherever you are, wherever this finds you, may the, the love of God made known to us in Christ Jesus be your joy, your consolation, and, and your challenge as we seek to put on Christ and make provision for nothing else but to, to put on him who has become like us so that we may live with God forever. God's peace and love, my friends, God's peace and joy, and have a merry, a wonderful Christmas. Our brother, kind and good, was humbly born in a stable of wood, and the friendly beasts around him stood. Jesus, our brother, kind and good. Podcasting the Parables is a ministry of St. James Episcopal Church in the Lake Highlands neighborhood of Dallas, Texas. Produced by Jared Ferris, with music arranged and produced by Matthew Melton. I'm Jonathan Melton, priest and rector of St. James Episcopal Church and School, and we will see you again next time.